Hello and welcome to the Throat and Rotation podcast. We're bringing you a preview for every single wildcard playoff matchup. And I've already gone through everything you need to know for the 49ers versus Seahawks game, as well as the juicy AFC clash between the Jags and the Chargers. I'm Ashley Cadell, and as always, I'm joined by Harry Discombe. So Harry, why don't you let everyone know which game is up next in our wildcard weekend preview bonanza. Beautiful stuff. Yeah, up next we've got the seven-seed Miami Dolphins travelling to Buffalo to face the two-seed Bills in an AFC East divisional matchup. These sides split their regular season series one and one, uh, but the Bills head into this one as heavy home favourites in no small part down to Miami's injury situation. And the injury report, I think, is where we're going to have to start with this one. You can't really tell the story of the game without it. The big news is Tua, after missing the last few weeks, is still out, still in concussion protocol, not able to play this game, and still hopeful whether they'd be able to whether he'd be able to play next week if obviously they got that far. And uh, secondary quarterback news: Teddy Bridgewater still limited. He's had to fill in a couple of times for two obviously this year, but he hasn't been able to make it through a whole game yet. And it's looking like there's a very real chance of Skylar Thompson, the seventh round rookie, starting this. Um, playoff match against the Buffalo Bills, far from ideal from uh-oh. Miami. Yeah, uh-oh indeed. They've also got Raheem Mostert questionable. He didn't practice on Thursday after having surgery on his thumb on Monday. Jalen Waddell and Cedric Wilson, two wide receivers, have also been limited in practice and they are questionable going into the game. Uh, on the other side of the ball, uh, on the other side of the game for the Buffalo Bills, looking a bit better for them. They've had Micah Hyde return to training on Wednesday after missing the last three months. He only played two games of the season. It'd probably be too early, I would guess, for him for Sunday, but um, but very positive news for the Bills and for Micah Hyde as they look to have an extended postseason run. Jordan Phillips and Isaiah McKenzie both missed practice Thursday for the Bills and are questionable. But uh, other than that, obviously, you've got Von Miller and the, the other prior injuries, but the Bills are looking pretty healthy. Obviously, Ash, the massive, the major news going into this one is two are out. Um, can the can Miami get over that? This is a real shame, really. I think if yeah, it is. Tua, Tua was there and the rest of the other guys as well, you know, even likes of Terran Armstead, it didn't practice on Thursday. Bradley Chubb's yeah. been limited as well. Jalen Phillips has even been limited. So there's just a host of injuries. And you think uh, how close uh, the two games between the Bills and Dolphins have already been uh, in the regular season uh, that wasn't settled a difference of more than three points. Yeah. So now it's come to the playoff time, the, the crunch time. It's going to be a completely different story. And the main one, obviously, as you said, two are not there. Skylar Thompson, he's just... Thompson has just not looked like he's anywhere near the standard to play in the NFL. Um, it's, it's a real shame because if he had two full and firing uh, build, the teams here with the Bills and Dolphins, it could have been an absolute cracker of a game. Matchup. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, but um, it's it's not it's not already one for Buffalo. Far from it. We've seen crazier things in sport and in the NFL than than Skylar Thompson showing up and having an unbelievable game, or um, some crazy things going to happen. Loads of turnovers from the Bills side, so sure. that sort of thing. Um, so so what do we think that Miami needs to do to to have a chance of of winning this game? Obviously now they're they're massive underdogs. Well, obviously, I think I think one of the main things you could uh, look to is obviously Tyreek Hill. Um, obviously, he's one of the main guys. 
Um, he's had a huge year with over 1,700 receiving yards. Um, but obviously, again, that's all dependent on whether Thompson can find him. Uh, I think if, if perhaps if Miami were able to establish the run game, which the Bills aren't the best at, at, at stifling, um, he may, you know, they they may be able to open the game up a bit more and allow a bit more space for the likes of uh, Waddle if he is fit to play and Tyreek Hill. And you never know if they're able to make some plays, then it could happen. And um, Josh Allen as well. We look at him. Yes, he has had a great year, but I know you know you thought this for for some time. He is a little heavy with his picks, uh, a little too frequent. Um, and Got who mistake knows? in him. He has, he has, and you know, could have given the opportunity for the likes of Kader Kohu and Zayvon Howard. Zayvon Howard's had a better time down the stretch of the year. Um, you know, they could make some plays, and um, it could be an opportunity, as you said, for the for the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, if we look at the potential stars in this game, obviously Tyreek Hill. Yeah, you think he's got to have a massive Tyreek Hill game. He's had seventeen hundred yards in the regular season. He needs to. He needs to be the superstar that he is and carry his team. He needs a few of those plays that, where he just runs around about eight Bills defenders off of a screen or whatever, and he's just yeah. all, all Tyreek Hill, maybe a couple of them or whatever. And I think Miami are going to need a... I'm looking for a star to emerge from, from the Miami D. The only the Raiders have had less takeaways than Miami this year. Javon Holland's the only player with multiple interceptions. He only has two. Uh, the defense is... is well, the offense is taking a step forward with Tyreek Hill and Tua really developing. The defense is taking a step back from last year. And this is a chance now with, with their top two quarterbacks out. This is a chance for a couple of players to step up, maybe make a name for themselves, have a have a better year than they or a better game than they have had a year. Force a couple of turnovers. You feel like Miami kind of probably going to need multiple turnovers to still be in this game and give give the team just a chance in into something that's turned into a monumental challenge now. Um, now they're down to their third string quarterback. Um, what stars are you looking out for from the Buffalo side of things? Who do you think will show up? Well, I think I think obviously one of the main guys again is uh, Stefan Diggs. He's usually sort of Josh Allen's favorite guy. Like most of the offense. Especially the pass game, sort of running through him, um, fifth highest receiving yards in the NFL this season with fourteen hundred, over with over fourteen hundred, and he's also had eleven touchdowns on the year. Um, doesn't enter this one actually on the best of form though. He's only had nine receptions in his last two full games. Only managed mm. five plus receptions in a single game in two out of his last four games for the Bills. So Josh Allen hasn't necessarily been looking to him as much, and he, and Diggs hasn't been making as many plays uh, of late. But obviously, it's the playoffs. We know uh, Stefan Diggs will clutch in the playoffs. Um, and yeah, I'm expecting potentially some big plays between Allen and Diggs. Yeah, another name I'm looking at on that Bills roster is Matt Milano. He always seems to be making mm. the big plays in the big moments. Had a really good year. We've liked what we've seen from him here at Throw It In Rotation. But he was snubbed from the Pro Bowl. Probably deserved to be in there. He was doing everything this year. And like I said, making the massive plays in the in the big moments of the games. Maybe that Pro Bowl snub will motivate him further. I wouldn't be surprised if you're hearing the announcers uh, calling his name multiple times in, in big moments on Sunday. Mm. Uh, for me, if we're looking at uh, what Miami are needing to do to win this game, of course, as we said, we need to force turnovers. You need Josh Allen to have uh, one of those shaky games, even though maybe his elbow's looking 
better now, but I think it's up to Mike McDaniel, uh, it's up to two, uh, um, it's up to Tyreek Hill, sorry, and Waddle to to kind of clutch up for Skylar Thompson, and they've got to make, they've got to provide him with the easiest possible experience. Mike McDaniel can use his big, weird, lovely brain and the speed of his wide receivers to um to make it easy for Skylar to get Skylar in rhythm kind of provide the answers for the test for him not use these space and concepts like Mike McDaniel's meant to be a, a genius head coach guru whatever all that stuff so you've got to force these underneath defenders to to widen in their drops provide Thompson with a bigger throwing window make those throws easier and then you you're just looking at the yards after the catch from hill and model sort of thing if you look at the at what two has been able to do this year it's it's just from throwing it accurately throwing it on time and the play being there for him and him answering having the right answer that the defense is providing so if Skylar Thompson can do that Miami don't need him to to be creating too much on his own if he can just limit the mistakes get the ball to heal a model on time then the offense has has definitely got a chance of, of staying in this game for sure, and and the Bills themselves aren't actually great against wide receivers. Ninety one point two rate allowed, total of eighteen touchdowns. Not the best. So, up against the elite quality of Hill and Waddle, then there's every chance that them two could could uh, make things happen. Yeah, you feel like uh, obviously, um, what San Francisco have already done it this year. But if there's going to be an offense that um that is going to go down to the third string and still have a chance. It's a Shanahan-style offense. It's this team with Waddle and Tyreek Hill and, and their explosiveness, and, and Cedric Wilson even and has been doing it this year. And Mike um, McDaniel but, knows all about that for the 49ers as well, obviously was um, yeah, exactly. part of the set coaching setup there. And, you know, exactly, yeah. get the best out of Jeff Wilson, um, who knows? We'll see. I think it'll be it'll be really important if Mostert is is fit and ready to play. But uh, of course, it's not just the Miami offense. It's it's up to their defense as well to slow, uh, slow the Bills down and make it make it manageable. Even um, make the game manageable for Miami. Uh, Miami do like to use a, a heavy single high safety defense. A lot of man three cover three, and this was really exploited in the Week 15 matchup that that the Bills did win by a few points. Josh Allen went 12 and 15 against zone coverage in the first half, and to be fair, Miami did adjust um, in in the second half. They adjusted at half time, and Allen's production fell away. Uh, they went mainly man coverage in the second half, and Josh Allen actually went five for 13 against man in the mm -hmm. second half. So it, it's got to be mainly man this weekend. Don't leave it to zone at all. If not. The Bills will exploit you with the play action and the RPOs. Um, and then Allen went nine and thirteen on such plays in week fifteen. If that do, if Miami don't go heavy zone, I think if they use man, then then it's going to be a massive day for Stephon Diggs. And to be fair, I think playoff time they're going to look to be feeding Diggs. I think it will be a big game for Stephon. I think a really, really, really important how that um, defensive line um, holds up for the Dolphins. Obviously, you've got the likes of Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips on there. Um, you know, look, you look at the year that Phillips has had. He's the sixth highest um, ranked uh, edge defender in the NFL according to PFF, grade of eighty-seven point seven. If he, he, him, and Chubb have been limited, so but if that could take a hit, but if they're fully and ready to go. Try and get that pressure on Josh Allen, perhaps for some turnovers. That's going to be huge. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I can definitely see um, Diggs having a big game, as you said. Um, 
against the Blitz. Uh, Josh Allen is very capable, especially with his legs. So obviously they're going to be very wary of being able to contain Josh Allen. So it's just a very difficult um, offense to, to tackle. Yeah, no, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. You can't just let Josh Allen sit back there with time. You can't give him the option to run it if he wants. You can't give the option for to Stefan Diggs to go and, and, and get in, in space. If there's no pressure, then, yeah, the Bills should win this game handedly. Let's move on to a bit of a betting preview now. Let's take a look at the lines. The Bills, as I said before, are 13.5-point favourites. Uh, I think earlier in the week when it was up in the air about two, I think it was about 10.5. And, and I had a feeling that two might come back. To be fair, I took uh, Miami plus 10.5, but uh, I probably wouldn't be touching... Um, I'd probably of the two be more inclined to go with Buffalo now at 13.5. I could see this game getting ugly if Buffalo mm. go ahead go ahead early, Skylar Thompson has to throw it downfield, stuff like that. He feels the pressure. I could see this being a big blowout, so I would be on the Bills' side of the spread. Uh, over and under 43.5, that's quite an interesting one. What, what do you think to the over and under? Yeah, it is tough because obviously you see uh, the, the Miami offense could didn't do anything against the Jets last week. Uh, they got 11 points, three field goals and a safety. Mm. Um but then equally, you could also see like the Bills just getting most of that on the over and under and just yeah, yeah, an absolute blowout. Um, and I think as well is the playoffs, they're not going to be happy with, you know, a, a two score lead. They're going to want to go on and just outright kill the game. Like sure, literally yeah. no chance. So I could see, I could, I think I could see the under on that, on the over on that one. Sorry. Yeah, I'm definitely leaning over myself as well. I think, um, I think the Bills have easily got 30-plus points in them. And with with Waddle and Tyreek Hill there, I think um, even if the Bills aren't covering almost that on their own, then, then there is enough there. Now it's playoff time, um, and I'm expecting a couple of big plays from Hill. And um, they, they should obviously be feeding Hill and his counterpart, Diggs, a lot. So that's why I'm going uh, with a little double. Tyreek Hill and Stefan Diggs each to go over their total reception prop. Uh, which stands at six and a half for both of them. Tyreek Hill has done it 10 out of 17 times this year. Stefan Diggs has done it 9 out of 16. So you're well above 50% uh, for both of them just on the year so far. And I think now we're in the playoffs. Both teams will be making a concerted effort to, to go to these big players, even though, um, as you say, Diggs has been a bit quiet the last two, three, four weeks. But um, as I said before, if Miami do go with a one safety, Diggs will feast and uh, Tyreek Hill will be getting all sorts of throws, surely, even if it's behind the line of scrimmage. Um, so, yeah, I think I'll be going with those top receivers there. And there's something that the PFF edge finder finds a lot of value in as well. Yeah, interesting. For me, um, I'm looking to Dawson Knox to have a potentially pretty big game. Mm. Um, you're looking at uh, sort of the, the market for his receiving yards over 32 and a half. Um, and Miami are really not great against tight ends. Uh, they've got mm. a rate of 125.6 um, against them, which is the second worst in the NFL. Yeah, and even though Knox hasn't had the best years, um, best of years as a pass catcher, you know, everyone knows he's still competent. Um, and he's all, and he also had his best game of the year against the Dolphins, he, where he, he had mm. 98 rec receiving yards off of six catches and a touchdown. So for me, I'm definitely looking uh, towards sort of uh, Dawson Knox uh, markets, uh, Perhaps on the on the receiving yards, and also I think uh, any time uh, touchdown scorer um, 
for Dawson Knox as well. You're, you're looking at around four to one on that, um, which is quite a nice price. Yeah, yeah, and as I say, I do think the most common outcome here is probably the Bills blowing them away, even if that is a bit of a basic opinion. But um, yeah, I can see that uh, for sure. Taking the Bills touchdown scorers is a good idea, and I think I will be on Dawson Knox. Over 32 and a half yards. If Miami really are that bad to tight ends, maybe they do try and take away digs. Yeah, I like that a lot. Another thing I just wanted to mention in this betting preview is a, a Bet365 boost if you're in the UK or any country that uses Bet365. Bit of a basic one. They've, they've boosted to 15 to 2. Josh Allen, 300 yards, uh, three plus touchdowns, and the Bills to win. See, uh, I am just expecting a blowout here and, and you're not getting much value on the Bills and if you don't fancy 13 and a half or whatever, looking for a bit of value, that could be the answer there at 15 or 2. Although I will just say he's only done it once this year. Nice price for sure. Could definitely find a value. As we said though, if, if that Miami... Um... Offense isn't putting up much. Allen's probably not going to need to throw it too much. Could struggle to get hit a 300-yard yeah. mark. But at that price, yeah, it's not bad at all, though. Yeah, I don't mind at that price. I get a feeling that this could be maybe the most boring game of the weekend. Uh, just a <laughs> runaway for the Bills. So we'll see. One little final betting nugget. Since 2014, underdogs are 8-2 and two against the spread when division opponents meet in the playoffs. Obviously pointing towards Miami there. Probably most of those 10 games haven't had third-string quarterbacks playing. Um, the question just is, does the does the spread reflect that enough? I tend to think possibly, potentially not. But, um, but um, yeah, I'm not saying going with Miami. I'm on the Buffalo side of things for sure. Anything else to add on this little game, Ashley? No, I think we've uh, wrapped it all up quite nicely there. Um, been another great installment of this series um obviously if you haven't already check out our two previous ones where we looked at the 49ers versus the seahawks and the jags versus the chargers yeah that'll do us for now come on mike with daniel come on skylar thompson give us some uh, give us some entertainment make it a close one at least and we'll see you for the next preview